Okay, the thought for the day from Winston Churchill. Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. That's one. And, from Winston Churchill, the best argument against democracy is a five-minute conversation with the average voter. Watch any of these interviews in the street and you'll know exactly where he was coming from. Okay. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm not looking forward to the coming election season. In fact, I've hated the fact Dems began campaigning as soon as they recovered from the shock of being as wrong as Custer when it came to the last election. As of today, I understand we have 22 Dems who think they can unseat Trump. Because they watch MSNBC, CNN, CBS, NBC, and read the New York Times. Will they never learn? If there were many who quietly supported Trump in the last election, when all he had going for him was not being a politician, being outspoken and profane, and being a super successful businessman, what do you think will happen when Americans reach in their pocket and vote? When folks realize they are not burning the oil from countries who hate us. When their sons and daughters in the military call home and say things are so much better with both equipment and pay. When mom and dad say, wow, look at our retirement investments go up. Maybe we can actually enjoy retirement when they can either say the border problem is fixed or that Dems have continued to thwart the president's efforts to solve the problem. And on and on and on. So why do jerks like my own Governor Bullock and super jerks like New York's de Blasio run when they know they have the same chance as I would playing golf with Tiger? Money, that's why. Bullock pulled a million from suckers in every state in the Union when he announced, and will likely pull in many millions more. After all, he wears Levi's and walks around with his hands in his pockets. He's a good old boy. The Levi's might get my vote, but the hands in the pockets? A guy with his hands in his pockets just isn't ready. And a guy like Bullock, who says he's running because young people just don't have the chance to get ahead like their fathers and mothers did, is blind, deaf, and dumb. I can't vote for a guy who's deaf, dumb, and blind, and who cannot see the economic revival in America during the last two years. He must be an imbecile, or want to fill his pockets with donations. And de Blasio, it said tall guys have an advantage in business and politics, and it must be true because all de Blasio has going for him is height. I visit New York at least once a year, and I can testify to its downfall since that other Italian was mayor, Rudy Giuliani. I wonder when Bloomberg will announce. A smart guy, and another guy who let his city go to hell. On another subject, don't you love the college board who now not only weighs color when considering admissions, but socioeconomic background? 
if you come from a zip code that is low income, etc., you might get in when a kid from another who scored much higher in SATs will not. I would have loved this coming from county housing where mom paid $8 a month rent. Of course, I was a white boy from a long line of Okies and Texans, so likely that would have got me kicked to the gutter. And the hell of it was, when I was a kid, I didn't get a trophy if I lost. Times is a-changing. Oh well, maybe working three jobs while going to college was the education I needed. On another subject, I'm watching a TV debate about capitalism and socialism. Those arguing for socialism use China as an example. If you'd like to have to get the government's permission to change jobs or move or for a million other freedoms, then endorse the Chinese model. Others use Sweden as an example. Sweden has socialized medicine and education, but fewer controls on business than even we have in the U.S. Dems, as usual, say America is the greatest country in the world and want to change it. All I can say is, duh. What no one talks about is the obvious reason capitalism has created this incredible success that's America. And it's simple. The reason is risk. Folks rise to the top because, in most instances, they are willing to take risk. It can be as simple as quitting a job to find a better one, or refinancing a home you've made payments on for 20 years in order to go into business for yourself. That's why some rise to be in the so-called 1%. God bless those who are willing to risk and fail and risk again. The great proponent of a socialism in the argument I've been watching on TV, by the way, is a professor who I'd bet a dime to a Benjamin has never risked a dime in his life. His check comes at the end of every month, no matter his accomplishment. Hey, thanks for listening. I'll be hit and miss for the next three weeks as we're traveling to Europe researching my next thriller. If you're on Facebook, check out my Larry J. Martin and L.J. Martin pages and give me a like for a blow-by-blow on France, Spain, and Portugal. And by the way, look for my 2,000 grueling miles, still number one in two different segments on Amazon. I think you'll enjoy the history. Take good care. Thanks for listening.